0: Chapter Sixty of Jerusalem to Revelations A Quartet of Spiritual Experience by William Blake and Others. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Tony Addison. Purgatorio, twenty one. Purgatory, the fifth ring. Avarice and prodigality. Statius. The cause of the earthquake. The natural thirst, which never can be quenched, save by the water asked for by the lowly young woman of Samaria as a boon, was troubling me, while hurry spurred me on behind my leader o'er the cumbered path, and I was grieving for the just revenge. Then, lo, as Luke records for us that Christ, when risen from the burial cave, appeared before the two upon the road. A shade appeared and came behind us as we watched the crowd which lay around us at our feet, but we perceived him not, hence he spoke first and said, May God, my brethren, give you peace. We turned at once, and to this greeting, Virgil replied with that which corresponds to it. We turned at once, and to this greeting, Virgil replied with that which corresponds to it. Then he began. Within the blessed assembly mayst thou be set at peace by that just court which in eternal exile bindeth me. What? he replied, as quickly on we went. If ye are shades whom God deigns not on high, who guided you so far along his stairs? My teacher, then, if thou regard the marks which this one bears and which the angel draws, thou'lt see that with the good he needs must reign. But whereas she who spinneth night and day had not as yet drawn off for him the flax which Clotho lays and packs for every one, his soul, which sister is to thee and me, could not in climbing here come up alone, because it seeth not as we hence i out of the ample throat of hell was drawn to show the way to him and i shall show it as far as e'er my school can lead him on but tell us if thou knowest why the mountain shook so just now and why all seemed to shout with one accord down to its oozy base thus by his asking he had threaded so the needle's eye of my desire that merely with hope my thirst had come to be less craving the former then began nothing exists which this mount's sacred government can feel that void of order is against its wont from every change this place up here is free whate'er heaven's self from its own self receives can be the cause of it, and nothing else. For neither rain, nor hail, nor snow, nor dew, nor frost falls any higher up than lies the little stairway at the three short steps. Clouds, neither dense or rarefied appear, nor lightning flashes, nor yet Tawmas' daughter, who often changes quarter in the world. Dry vapour, goes no higher than the top of those three steps, whereof I spoke to thee, and on which Peter's vicar hath his feet. Below, perhaps, it trembles more or less, but never quakes up here because of wind concealed, I know not how, inside the earth. It trembles here, whenever any soul feels pure enough to rise, or starts to climb, and such a cry as this endorses it. Of purity the will alone gives proof, which, seizing on the soul, now wholly free to change its company by willing, helps it. It wills this from the first, but that desire which gains the will God's justice turns toward pain, as it was once toward sin, allows it not And I, who have five hundred years and more Lain in this woe, Felt only now within me A free volition for a better sphere. That's why thou didst the earthquake feel, And hear the pious spirits on this mountain Praise that Lord, who soon, I pray, Will send them up. He thus addressed us, And since one in drink delight According as his thirst is great, I could not say How much he did me good. And my wise leader, Now I see the net Which holds you here, And how it opens, Why it trembles here, And why ye all rejoice. Now, who thou wast, Be pleased to let me know, And also let thy words Include for me why thou hast lain so many centuries here. At that time, when helped by the most high king, Good Titus took due vengeance for the wounds From which came forth the blood by Judas sold, I was in great renown, that spirit said. Up yonder, with the name which longest lasts and honours most, but not as yet, with faith, so sweet my song, that though at Toulouse Anne, Rome drew me to herself, where I deserved to have my temples crowned with myrtle wreath, statius yes, they call me still up there of Thebes, I sang of great Achilles next, but neath this second load, I sank upon the way the seeds of my enthusiasm were the sparks which warmed me of that fire divine wherewith more than a thousand poets are inflamed. I mean the Aeneid, which my mother was and nurse in poetry, and lacking which, not by a dram's weight, had I stirred the scales, and to have lived on earth when Virgil lived, To one son's period more would I consent Than what I owe to issue from my ban. These words turned Virgil toward me With a look which silently, be silent, said, And yet the power that wills cannot do everything, For tears and laughter follow so the passion From which they each take rise. That least of all do they obey the will In those most truthful. I only smiled like one who winks, Whereat the shade kept still, And looked into my eyes, Wherein expression is most fixed, And said, So mayst thou bring unto a happy end So great a toil? Why was it that thy face showed me just now The flashing of a smile, I now am caught on one side and the other. One asks for silence, the other conjures me to speak. I therefore sigh, and by my teacher am understood. Be not afraid to talk, the latter said to me, but speak, and tell him what he so eagerly desires to know. I therefore said, Perhaps thou marvellest, O ancient spirit, at the smile I gave, but I would have still greater wonder seize thee. This spirit here, who upward leads mine eyes, that Virgil is, from whom thou didst of old deride the strength to sing of men and gods. If thou hast given my smile some other cause, leave it as not the true one, and believe it was the words thyself didst say of him. Already, was he stooping to embrace my teacher's feet? But he said, Brother, no, for thou a shade, now dost a shade behold. Rising, he said, Thou now canst understand the sum of love which warmeth me toward thee, since I forgot our disembodied state, and act with shades as if they solid were." Purgatorio. 22. Purgatory. Statius. The Angel of Justice. The Sixth Ring. Gluttony. Instances of Temperance. Already was the Angel left behind. Instances of Temperance. Already was the Angel left behind the angel who had toward the sixth ring turned us, after erasing from my face a wound, and he had said to us that those are blessed whose longing is for justice, and his words, with nothing further, ended this with thirst. Hence, lighter now than at the other passes, I so advanced that I, without fatigue, was following up the spirits who were swift when virgil thus began a love that flames by virtue kindled always lights another if but its flame be outwardly revealed and therefore from the hour when juvenal who let me know thy love for me came down among us in the borderland of hell my goodwill hath been such toward thee that none e'er bound me more to one i had not seen these stairs will, therefore, now seem short to me. But tell me, and forgive me as a friend, If too great confidence relax my rein, And as a friend, converse with me henceforth. How was it, avarice, could find a place within thy breast Together with such wisdom as that wherewith thou by thy zeal wast filled? At first, these words, made Statius smile a little, and then he answered, Every word of thine is of thy love for me a precious proof. Things of a truth quite frequently appear, which offer one false arguments for doubt, because their real occasions are concealed. Thy question makes me sure of thy belief, due, maybe, to the ring where I was found that I was in the last life avaricious. Know then that avarice was too far from me, and that this lack of temperance on my part thousands of courses of the moon have punished, and were it not that I corrected me when I had understood thee in thy cry, indignant, as it were, with human nature. Why dost thou not O virtuous love of gold, govern the appetite of mortal men. I now, by rolling, feel the wretched jousts. I then perceived that hands could ope their wings too much in spending, and repented me of that as well as of my other sins. How many from the grave shall hairless rise? through ignorance which in life at the last, deprives them of repentance for this fault. Know, too, that any fault which of a sin is just the opposite, together with it, dryeth its green leaves here. If, therefore, I, to perch myself, have been among the folk who avarice bewail, to me it happened because of what was contrary thereto when thou didst sing them of the cruel strife between the two afflictions of jocasta said he who sang bucolic songs by that which cleo singeth with thee there the fate without which doing good is not enough had not it seems yet made thee a believer if this be so what sun or else what candles lighten thy darkness so that thou thereafter didst set thy sails behind the fisherman. Thou first didst send me to Parnassus' slopes to drink, he said to him, and then the first thou wast who next to God illumined me. Thou didst like him who, when he walks by night, a light behind him bears nor helps himself, but make those that follow after see, When thou didst say, The age renews itself, Justice returns, And man's primeval times, As down from heaven, A new-born race descends. Through thee a poet I became, Through thee a Christian, But that thou mayst better see my sketch, I'll set my hand to colour it, Pregnant already with the true belief, Sowed by the eternal kingdom's messengers, Was every portion of the whole wide world, And now thy words, to which I've just referred, With these new preachers harmonized so well That I became accustomed to frequent them. Thereat, so holy did they come to seem, that when Domitian persecuted them, their lamentations did not lack my tears, and while I still remained in yonder world, I helped them, and their upright mode of life caused me to treat with scorn all other sects. And ere in poetry I led the Greeks to see the streams of Thebes, baptized I was, and yet through fear A secret Christian only. I long pretended faith in paganism. This lukewarmness around the fourth ring Moved me till far beyond the fourth centennial year. Thou, therefore, that didst lift the covering veil, Which hid from me the good whereof I speak, Tell me, while we have still a little more to climb, Where our old Terence is, and where Cecilius, Clautus, Pharaoh, if thou know, tell me if they are damned and in what ward Both they and Perseus, I and many others, my leader answered him, are with the Greek, whom more than any else the muses nursed, in the first circle of the sightless prison, and frequently we talk about the mountain which always hath our nurses on its slopes. Euripides and Antiphon are there with us, Simonides and Agathon, and many other Greeks, who once adorned their brows with laurel. There, of thine own folk, Antigone is seen, de Ipholae, and, as sad as once, Ismene. There, too, may she be seen, who showed Langia, there is Tiresias' daughter, Thetis also, and with her sisters there, Diadamia. And now the poets, both of them, were silent, intent again on looking round, since free from climbing up and free from walls. And while four handmaids of the day had dropped behind, the was at the sun-car's pole still upward, pointing its burning horn, whereat, my leader? I think that it behooves us now to turn our right sides toward the outer edge and circle the mountain as our wont it is to do. Thus was our custom, our instructor there, and with less doubt we started on again because of that deserving soul's assent. In front they went, and I behind alone, listening the while to what they had to say, which gave me understanding for my verse. But soon, their pleasant talk, a tree broke off, which in the middle of the road we found, with fruit agreeable and sweet to smell, and, as a fir-tree, tapers up from branch to branch, so likewise this one tapered down, in order, I believe, that none may climb it. And on the side on which our path was closed, down from the lofty cliff a limpid stream was falling and spraying upward o'er its leaves. Then, toward the tree, the two bards turned their steps, and from among its leaves, a voice cried out, Of this food there will be for you a dearth. Then, more did Mary think of honouring the marriage feast, and making it complete than of her mouth, which pleadeth now for you. The ancient Roman women were content with water for their only drink, and Daniel thought little of his food but wisdom gained. The primal age was beautiful as gold, With hunger it made acorns sweet to taste, And nectar every little brook with thirst, Honey and flying locusts Were the food which fed the Baptist in the wilderness. Hence he is now as glorious and as great As by the gospel is revealed to you. Purgatorio, 23 Purgatory, the sixth ring, gluttony. The punishment of gluttons. Forese Donati. While I, as likewise he is wont to do who wastes his life in hunting little birds, was piercing thus the green leaves with mine eyes, my more than father said to me, My son, come on now for the time assigned to us should be more usefully distributed i turned my face and no less soon my steps behind the sages who so talked that walking they caused to be of no expense to me then lo in tearful and in singing tones my lips o lord was heard in such a way that to delight and sorrow it gave birth. Oh, gentle father, what is that I hear? said I, and he then, shades who, moving on, loosen perhaps the knot of what they owe. As pilgrim travellers do, who, lost in thought, are meeting unknown people on the road, turn round to look at them, but do not stop. Even so, behind us, though more quickly moving, there came a band of souls who, as they passed, devout and silent, gazed at us in wonder. Each was expressionless and hollow-eyed, pale in his face and lacking so in flesh that of his bones his skin assumed the shape. I do not think that even became so withered into utter skin because of fasting when he feared it most thinking within myself i said behold the people who once lost jerusalem when mary thrust her beak into her son the sockets of their eyes seemed gemless rings and he that omo reads in human faces would surely there have recognized the M? Who would believe the perfume of a fruit and odour of a water could so act, and cause such craving, if he knew not how? I still was wondering what so famished them, because the reason of their being lean, and of their wretched scurf was not yet clear. When, lo!— a shade, from deep within his head, turning his eyes toward me, looked hard, and then cried out aloud, What grace is this to me? I never should have known him by his face, but that to me was in his voice revealed, which in itself his aspect had suppressed. That spark rekindled all that I had known, of that disfigured countenance, and thus, I recognized it as Forres's face. Ah, prithee, heed thou not the dried-up scab, he pleaded, which discolors thus my skin, nor any lack of flesh that I may have. But tell the truth about thyself and who those two souls are who bear thee company. Refrain no longer from addressing me. I answered him, Thy face, which once as dead I mourned for, gives me now no smaller cause for weeping that i see it so disfigured for god's sake tell me then what strips you thus make me not talk and wonder too for ill can he converse who longs for something else a virtue from the eternal will he said comes down into the water and the tree we left behind whereby i thus lean. And all these people who in tears are singing Because of following unchecked love of food Are here resanctified in thirst and hunger. The pleasant odour issuing from the fruit And from the spray which o'er the verdure spread, Kindles in us the wish to eat and drink, And not once only is our pain renewed As on this floor we move around Ah, pain, I say, though solace ought to be my word. For to the tree doth that same longing lead us, which once led Christ in happiness to cry, My God, when with his blood he set us free. And I to him, for, Aze, from the day when thou didst for a better life change world, five years have not yet rolled away till now, if power of sinning further ended in thee Before the coming of that happy hour of sorrow Which re us to God, How is it that thou art come up here? I thought that I should find thee still below, Down there, where time restores itself by means of time. Whence he to me? My Nella, with the tears which streamed from her, enabled me to drink the pleasant wormwood of this pain so soon. She with her pious prayers and with her sighs hath drawn me from the hillside where one waits and freed me from the other lowerings. So much the dearer a delight to God is my poor widow, whom I loved so much, the more alone she is in doing right. For far more modest in its women "'is the wild Barbagia region of Sardinia "'than the Barbagia which I left her in. "'Oh, my dear brother, what wouldst have me say? "'I have e'en now a future time in sight "'to which this hour will not be very old, "'when from the pulpit shameless Florence women "'will be prohibited to go abroad "'showing their bosoms with the breasts exposed what barbary women or what saracens have needed spiritual or other laws to keep them covered up when going out but if the shameless ones were sure of what a swiftly moving heaven prepares for them their mouths for howling would be open now for if my foresight here deceive me not they'll grieve ere that one's cheek grows hair who still is hushed with lullabies. Now, brother, see, I pray that from me Thou no longer hide. Thou seest that not only I, But all these people gaze Where thou dost veil the sun. Hence I to him. If thou recall to mind What thou with me wast once, And with thee I still grievous will our present memory be? Who goes before me turned me from that life the other day, when that one sister round was seen by you, and at the sun I pointed. Through the deep night hath he conducted me, and from among the truly dead, still clothed in this real flesh which follows in his step. Thence his encouragements have drawn me on, as up I climbed, and circled round the mount, which straightens you, whom crooked made the world. He says that he will make me his companion, till there I am, where Beatrice shall be, how there, without him must I needs remain. Virgil is he who tells me so, at him I pointed, and this other one, the shade, because of whom just now on every slope your realm which from itself removes him, quaked purgatorio fourteen purgatory, the sixth ring, gluttony, instances of gluttony, the angel of temperance, speaking slowed not agate, nor did agate our speaking but still talking we went on apace as by a fair wind driven a ship the shades meanwhile who looked like things twice dead drew wonder through their hollowed eyes at me when they perceived that i was still alive and i continuing my talking said he for another's sake is going up more slowly than perhaps he else would do but if thou know, say where Picada is, and whether I see any here worth noting among these people who so gaze at me. My sister, who tween fair and good was most, I know not which, on high Olympus triumphs, happy already in the crown she wears. This he said first, and then were not forbid to name each here, since by her abstinence. Her aspects are so greatly milked away. This Bonagunta is, his finger showed him, the Luca Bona Junta, while the face beyond him, more embroidered than the rest, had in his arms the holy church. Of tours he was, and now by fasting expiates Polsena's eels and rare fenaccia wine and many more he named me one by one and all when named seemed satisfied hence i because of this saw not a gloomy act using their teeth through hunger though in vain i saw both ubaldino della Pila and boniface who pastured with his crook much folk i sir machese saw who once had time to drink less dryly at folly, yet such he was that he did not feel sated. But as one looks, and more of one man thinks than of another, so did I at him of Lucca, who, it seemed, most wished to know me. He murmured, and I heard I know not what, about Gentucca, muttered, where he felt the wound of justice which consumes them so. O soul, that seems so fain to speak to me, said I, so do that I may understand, and with thy words appease thyself and me. There is a woman born, he then began, nor weareth yet the veil, who howsoe'er it be reproach, shall cause my town to please thee. With this prevision shalt thou now go on, and if by what I murmured thou wast led astray, event shall make it clear to thee. But tell me whether him I here behold, who those new rhymes produced, which thus begin, ye ladies who well know what loving is, and him i answered i am one who heed when love within me breathes and outwardly express myself as in me love dictates O oh, brother now i see said he the bar which kept this side the sweet new style i hear the notary guittoni and myself i clearly see That your pens closely follow In the dictator's wake, Which certainly was not the case with ours, And he who further sets himself most to look Between these styles perceives no other difference. Whereupon, as if content with this, He ceased to speak. As birds that spend the winter along the Nile Form in the air at times a flock, and then with greater speed fly on, and in a line advance. So likewise all the people there quicken their steps with faces turned around, since through their leanness light and through their will. And, as a man who weary is of running, lets his companions go and only walks until the panting of his chest has ceased, even so let the holy flock pass on and saying when shall i again behold thee came along behind with me i know not i replied how long i live but i shall not so soon return that sooner i shall not with my will be on the shore because the place where i was set to live strips itself further day by day of goodness and now to dismal ruin seems ordained now go said he for him i see who most hath blame for this behind a beast's tail dragged down to the vale where none e'er frees himself from fault the beast with every step goes faster and ever faster till it hurls him down and leaves his body in disgraceful plight those spheres have not much further to revolve he raised his eyes toward heaven Ere clear to thee will that become which my words can explain no more stay now behind for in this realm so precious is our time that coming thus at even pace with thee i lose too much as at a gallop from a riding troop a horseman issues forth at times and goes to win the honour of the first encounter so he With longer strides Departed from us And on the road With those two I remained Who of the world Such mighty marshals were When he had gone So far ahead That now mine eyes Became such followers Of his form As of his words My mind The heavy laden And living branches Of another tree Appeared before me Not so far away since toward it I had only then turned round. Beneath it, folk I saw, with upraised hands, who toward the foliage cried, I know not what, like eager children who in vain beseech, while he to whom they pray replieth not, but with a view to make their longing keen, holds what they long for up, and hides it not. They then departed, as if undeceived, and thereupon to that great tree we came, which turns away so many prayers and tears. Pass on without approaching, higher up a tree there is which bitten was by Eve, and this one is an offshoot sprung from that. Thus said I know not who among the branches, Hence, Virgil, I, and Statius close together, advanced along the side which rises up. Recall, he said, those cursed cloud-born creatures, who gorged with food and drink, gainst Theseus strove with double breasts. The Hebrews, too, recall, who at their drinking showed that they were soft, Whence, as his fellows, Gideon had them not, when he on Midian, down the hills advanced. Thus, hugging close one margin of the ring we passed, and heard of gluttonies, which once were followed by distressful gains. Then, spreading out across the lonely path, more than a thousand steps had borne us on, in contemplation each without a word. What, think ye three, as thus alone ye go. A voice cried suddenly, whereat I started, as scared and sluggish beasts are wont to do. I raised my head to see who this might be, and ne'er were metals in a furnace seen or glass as red and bright as one I saw, who said, If ye are pleased to mount above, ye must in this direction turn aside. This way goes he, who goals in quest of peace. His aspect had bereft me of my sight, And therefore turned and stepped behind my teachers, Like one who guides his feet by what he hears. And as, when heralding the light of dawn, The breeze of May sheds fragrance as it stirs, All redolent of grasses and of flowers, So gainst my brow I felt a zephyr stroke, and well perceived the motion of the wing, which made me scent Ambrosian odours there. Blessed are they whom so much grace illumes, I heard one saying, that the love of taste stirs not too great a longing in their breath, but always hunger only as is right. End of chapter 60